Been through a divorce, been through a really bad breakup. What are you doing to heal? Are you ready to date again? Possibly remarry? Visit and subscribe to the YouTube channel, It's Scary to Remarry. This channel discusses topics such as why second marriages fail, how men deal with broken hearts, should I have a whole phase after divorce, and many more topics on dating, marriage, and divorce. Find It's Scary to Remarry by searching on YouTube and Instagram, It's Scary to Remarry, and on Twitter, at Scary to Remarry, where we want you to love fearlessly. Stakes is high podcast. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 911. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us, we still the ones you should bet with. Shark infest the waters, interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas, trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How about yourself? You know me, blessed more than I should be. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How's your How's your weekend, hey. brother? Bro, uh-oh. let me tell you. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, I got I got my I got my second dose. Knocked you uh, down. Other other mutant other mutant transfusion. I'm an X Man now. <laughs> oh, and, uh, that shit knocked me out, bro. Did I was it. done. I took I got I got my second shot on Saturday, uh, Pfizer, and uh, man, like Saturday night, man, like Knocked probably eleven. Like the chills hit crazy. Mm. I mean, like uncontrollable shaking. I. I I ain't never had no chills like that. I'm like, what the? F-? And I'm like, I'm like holding stuff in the crib to see if it'll stop. That I'm bad. Like, it was shake. Like I was shaking bad. I'm like, what? And so I'm like finding stuff to throw on. Like I put some layers on to keep warm. I'm like, oh no, nah, it's about to be bad. And uh, yeah, I went to sleep, man. And and yeah, the next yeah, that Sunday I was just done for, bro. Well, high temp. Yeah, um, body aches. I've been hearing that, man. Slept for like twelve plus hours, on and off. Like it was, it was wild, man. But it was just that day, you know. Yeah. Uh, Monday, I was, I was back burger. Like ain't nothing happened, you okay. know what I mean? But yeah, that 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 next day after that day two, oh, man. done. All that was right, that was man. that was it. That was the rest of my well, weekend. I, I, I let you be the <laughs> I let you be the gerbil. I pay attention to because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hold off, man. That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, you know I don't knock people Look. who do it, man. I just you know what I mean I just hadn't done it yet, man. So um, when I get the flipping trucks like Captain America, man, don't say nothing, dog. Man, what if your what if your what if your superpower is like? Corny, <laughs> your nails grow long or something. <laughs> hey, that's what happened over Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I take. Yeah. But cool, man. I'm glad to see you good now, man. So um, everything solid, yeah. man. Everything straight your way. Yeah, man. Good, man. Um, being a sports dad, man. And Tice had he just ended basketball. We had a baseball game today, man. So you know he's. Uh, 
keeping him active. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 good, man. So, but yeah, that's about that's it with stuff. me, man. Working, and that's it, man. I had a little had a little little sniffles, man. Um, this guy I work with, man, he turned on these. Uh, we had these air purifiers at the fire station, mm-hmm. and man, he turned these joints on like blast, bro, like. Like all four of them and had them on high, man. I woke up, man. I'm like, and like two of us woke up like dry throats, you know what I mean? Because it take yeah. all the moisture out the air. But um, yeah, I'm I'm still I'm good now though. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, nah, he tried to play y'all, man. Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tried to. to yeah, him. I don't know what he was doing, man. So, but uh, man, uh, we got some guests, and before we get to our guests, man, we definitely uh want to thank our sponsor of the month, man. I think this is the last week it's being ran. We want to thank. Yes, sir. Uh, scary to remarry we want to thank Sean man for reaching out to us this month um, yes, yes yeah yeah man appreciate you brother check out his YouTube and go to his social media he's doing some positive things man he's uh, remarried and just talks about a lot of different things um, but yeah check him out man um, last week's guest man Pastor Janae my pastor, pastor. yeah she came on and dropped yeah. some gems man um you know, it's interesting, man, and just hearing about, you know, uh, people concerned of the gender of someone giving that word, man. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's why. I, yeah. Just hearing her, hearing her, you know, speak on her experiences. It's yeah. just, you know, and, and, and I know it, it it made sense, but it's just still shocking for, you know what I mean? When, when you get the confirmation, it's like, well, yeah. why, is, why, why does it matter? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know. And I grew up in the old school uh, Southern Baptist Church, so man, I, I always seen that the gender roles being presented at church, man. And and, and like yeah. she said, that was just like that was just normal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like you said, man, you giving some mediocre pastor all the accolades. Why there's a woman doing all the work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right, right. But right. Um, shout out to Pastor Janae, man. Uh, thank you for coming on. And TC, if they want to listen to that episode and any of our previous episodes, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email to Stakes is High Pod at gmail.com. Cheer. 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 Yeah, man, we got some guests here. Uh, uh, one of our guests I've known, man, basically since we were probably, man, man, nine, eight, nine years old, man. Uh, wow. Back when I, I think I made him a good basketball player, man. I used to drop in these dimes, man. I had, oh, to, I got him a cut. <laughs> yeah. Hey, before I'm gonna tell you something. Before this brother started playing with me, he was a little timid. Nah, I'm just playing, man. <laughs> man, we got a good brother here, man. I've known since, man. Like I said, we was back in the boys and girl club days, man. Just staying at the boys and girls club all day until morning to afternoon, man. That was like, man. That was our. That's where we lived, um, and went on to go on to play high school basketball with him and you know knows his family pretty well his family knows my family man we come from marion so it's it's not a bit it's a it's a it's a decent sized city but when it comes down to the black community man everybody pretty much knows everyone um great family man uh, matter of fact uh i just talked to his mother She's a secretary for the fire department now, man. And she, man, I love Lisa, man. She be hooking me up, man. I call her and she, she, she's a great person. So, but, uh, and our second guest, uh, I just met, I just met this guy probably, I've seen him around at the gym 
and um uh never seen him frowned up man he's he's a huge he's a giant dude man he probably can't fit through the door man he's his his back's huge he's got traps his arms he's a big dude man but he's he's over back bro yeah yeah man and, and when you see him he seems intimidating but he's never he's always smiling you're like yeah. man this dude you know he's a he's he's i've never seen him frowned up every time i see him and his energy's great and um it's funny because um, Damon is the guy I went to school who I'm talking about first first person I'm talking about uh, he was telling me about some of the things that he was doing in the community and some of the things that he started growing in the community and I never put the two together that it was with Brandon who and I'm like oh man you know so these brothers man I want to get these brothers on the show man they've doing some great things in the community and it sounds like um the story is definitely for the stakes is high and uh tc i introduced you earlier but i want to introduce our fans and everybody here our listeners to damon and brandon what's happening fellas what's Yo. good what's up fellas what's man, going on chilling, man? man chilling thank y'all for coming through yeah man it's been a blessing man we, we, we appreciate you guys having us on yeah man okay. uh it's crazy damon when you uh when I told you about the show, man, you came back like a couple days later, like, yo, man, I've been listening, man. And I, and I shot you out on one of our, our last, one of the, you know, a few episodes ago, man. So thank you for tuning in, man, and, and, and rocking with us, even just listening, man, for sure. That's, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I was actually listening to that show live uh, when you uh, gave me that little shout out. Ah, okay, I, okay. I, uh, since I went back to the very first one, man, very first poc- uh, podcast you guys did, man, Why the Wind yeah, <laughs> you know we can get into that in, here in a second but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. a blessing what you guys are doing man it's a beautiful thing right, right, right on man, man. appreciate so, that for yeah, sure man, for sure man hey damon man hey you gotta tell them about the boys club days dog we used to get it in oh, man. Man. <laughs> not lying man when you said we got there in the morning and you know we'd get there in the morning man and just we pick we'd pick up teams you know what I'm saying I think I carry I actually think I carry Jones a little bit uh, here, we go. here we go <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was gonna start Toronto man it, I always tell people man if uh, our home court for high school could have been the boys and girls club nobody would have ever beat us ever like, ever you <laughs> get it in at that, up there no doubt man so man how'd y'all meet man you know tell me about that you know just from the beginning man How how'd y'all brothers connect man so we, we actually met in the gym too um and we probably you know we just just like i do you know we dap up every time we see each other we just short talk um you know see you in here yada yada whoop de woo and i happened to pull up one day probably what about a year later mm-hmm. and i seen a 116 sticker on the back which is uh you know the romans 116 and i and i put two and two together and then I was looking at some ink on his arm and I said is that your whip out there with the 116 on it he said yeah so I'm like hallelujah and we just got to talking about the Lord and from there you know how God connects all the dots and puts all the pieces together really like the next year was just him him doing that you know moving the pieces and, and applying the glue and you know Irma had worked with my wife at the studio and finally, like every time we talk to each other, we just talk about the Lord, man. We just speak life into each other. And it was like time to make a move with the street ministry. So we just we just linked up and we got that put together on um, the God's Goon Street Ministry. And, you know, we're just really it, it just took off in the winter. We rolled around in the truck and was just kind of throwing seeds out the wind, preaching a little bit, praying and then spring took off. We've had a couple of events. We do a mm-hmm. uh, night worship. We're trying to do one of those a month. And the first one we had at uh, Damien's Church, the House of Worship for All People. 
and that's the one he preaches at. And the last one we just had at the crib, man, I had a grill out and uh, threw a volleyball net, sat around the fire, and just you know chopped it up, man. Yeah, cool, man. So. We, uh, we're going to get to that, man, because uh, I, I definitely want you guys to promote that and talk about that. But before we get to, you know, um, you know, your 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 ministry, I want to go into you guys' background, man, because, um, you know, uh, knowing Damon, you know, uh, we lost connection, you know, probably, you know post high school you know i was seeing we would come back to town come back home and we'd, we'd find some pickup basketball and play you know what i'm saying we wherever the hoopers were we would go there during the summertime or whatever and um you know i know you had moved away and brandon you know i you know see like like i said man if if you if the listeners can see you right now we're going to post a picture we're going to have to get a picture from you guys but if you see him, man like i said he's a big dude he's tatted you know what i mean and um you mean to pull the hood off? Nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can see, bro. Said, I see that you be wearing. He be wearing a little tank top, TC, in the gym, showing that muscles. <laughs> I, see, I, I, the real, the real skinny strap boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, let's let's go into you guys' background, man. You know, and you know, before you guys met each other, and um, just maybe. You know, just just kind of like you know some of your testimony, which led you to where you are now. Whoever wants to go first, man, we can jump into it. So my man started off um, in youth. You know, not to to put the whole child in hood in there, but I didn't grow up um, really struggling. My father was kind of abusive, you know, physically, uh, mentally most of the time. But I grew up playing sports. That was really the only thing that he had to do with me. Um, and, and with that being said, he. I was always expected to be the best. Um, you know, I played baseball from T-ball all the way to seventh grade, made all-star teams every year. Now, if he, you know, if he could grab a mitt and, and go out in the yard and pitch with me, everything was cool. But he was a real disciplinary, and for lack of better terms, man, he was just a prick. Um, but he was in the military for 12 years, so they kind of brainwashed him, mm. him that. And now I understand that, but I didn't as a child. So, you know, like a, like a lot of people that I know now, man, I was fatherless. So I was looking for a father figure. So I jumped off in the street at about 12. Um, you know, I had joined a gang by 15. My first time in Juby was 12 um, for selling some cigarettes from the hills. And um, Wait, were, you, were, were you born in Marion? Were you, were you in Marion? 82. Yeah. Well, I was born. I was born in Marion. Then I was a Navy baby. So I've been to uh, Guantanamo, Cuba. My sister was born in Philly, uh, you know, so traveled in 12 years. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so Marion, originally from Marion, you know, and, and ran around Marion and then bailed at about 19 and started living down south. Um, but really, to sum my story up, bro, was just in and out of lockup. 12, like I said, in and out of juvie. Then from there was a boys' school. Then from there was the, you know, the county jail. And then from there, I caught a Fed case and, you know, for drugs and guns. So it was just always the, the, the glamorous street life, man. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I was chasing. Uh, money, power, and respect is what I tell everybody. You know, it's what it's just what we do in the street. We thought we're thinking it's gonna make us famous, man, and it's gonna it's gonna solidify us and make me feel whole. And it never did, bro. Really, just gave Satan ground and just tear me apart, tore my family apart, everything I love, bro. You know, what I'm saying it just ripped from me. And really, like I said, to sum that up, it was just jail bars and, and, and concrete and steel. And, you know, that's why I look the way that I do, because at a young age, I knew it was predator or prey. Um, mm. You know, be preyed upon, then I had to be able to stand on my 10 toes and, and, and walk it out. So, and then really, 
even after my bit. So I did, the, the feds laid me down for five years. I got out, had another child. I got three children. Wasn't a father, for the, you know, for the first two. I wanted a second chance. God granted me that. And I tried to piss that away because I got back in the street, started getting high, selling dope, toting guns. And um, it had brought me into the Grant County drunk tank of all places where I turned. I was turning 35 there. And I was like, wow, of all places, I end up back here in this crap hole in Grant County. Of all places. I've been to nine different county jails, three different states, and two federal penitentiaries. You feel me? Damn. And God all the way back here to speak to me because I was facing a life sentence. The feds was going to toe tag me, man, period. Like I didn't stand a chance. And God had whispered to me and, and told me, you know, it was time to pick a path. And I could either serve him or I could serve Satan. But the Bible tells me I can't serve two masters. So it was time to pick one, right? And that shook me to my core because anybody that's even heard the voice of God, I think it does something to your soul. You know what I mean? You just know, like, that's God. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like any other Christian that starts this walk out, man, I've had my ups, my downs. Like I didn't um, change, you know, that first probably six months was still a struggle. I go back to getting high, go back to sip and drink. Just my, my default, you know what I'm saying? This is the way I'm wired. But when I experienced, man, I, I had literally had an experience and encounter with Jesus Christ. It changed me, man. It wrecked me. Um, I got delivered just in an instant of some things. Some other things I've had to work out in my own flesh. Um, it's just like us being in the gym, right? I mean, you got to tear it down to build it back strong. Mm-hmm. And you know, God will do the same thing to us. Yeah. And I think because, you know, that we share that story, man, because he's been in the penitentiary. So that's how, again, we kind of worked it out because we're like-minded people. We share a lot of the same. So that's just, that's my, my short clip of who so, I am and why so, I am this way. So let me ask you a question, man. Growing up, I know you said your father was abusive. Um, yeah. Was church... Was God in your life then? Like, did you ever? Did you? Were you going to church? Was your Was your family religious at all? Uh, my so my mother's father he was a, he was a Baptist preacher. So here's how I was raised too. So my mama was a big partier. She was trying to gain back her younger years that she had lost, and the the Navy had made my daddy a partier also. So of course it's already in my bloodline what I was going to be right. Mm-hmm. But my 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 mother's parents had raised me like in the infantile stages until I hit a certain age, about nine, and then my father's parents had picked up the slack. Mm. Mm. Okay. okay. When all that, through the time in prison, man, did you, like, I know I know people talk about, you know, reform and everything like that. Uh, what was your what was your experience with, with prison, even fed time? You know, you did the feds, you was in the feds, yeah. and was that just, how was that? Well, so here's kind of how I figured the penitentiary, my best way for, for explaining that, man, is like going to school. So I started out in elementary, is that, and that was juvie. And then I graduated, I went to jail, so that's high school. I knew I was headed to the penitentiary. I didn't think it was the, the feds. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was going to go to the state one day, period. I already knew that. So I was already lined up waiting on that. And I kind of skipped that stage. So I skipped college, bro, and then I went to go back to get my master's. And, and <laughs> really just, again, it's, it's programmed like I still deal with some things, man, PTSD from mm. the penitentiary and certain things that I still can't shake. And, uh, but it was, it, it was never, it never reformed me. All it did was make me miss the ones that I love and the ones that love me. That's what I'm saying. So really it hurt me, but you know, it's like taking, you know, it's like taking your younger Fred and throwing him in, in the uh, juvie center, man. I mean, you can be heartbroken, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to be, but you as a father, bro, you love him. So you don't want to see your child in 
you know, so that was that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I guess like so, like throughout this time, and it sounds like your father was 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 hard on you, and throughout these times of going to the juvenile and going you know during these times it seemed like you were going in the wrong direction direction so was his discipline just about like all right i'm like it wasn't like trying to correct you to make you better it was just just whoop you because you did wrong militant yeah it was just whoop me if i if so if we sat at the dinner table like and i and i spoke and said something i shouldn't have said bro i'm catching the backhand like he's gonna knock me out that chair. You know what I mean? And after again, it's programmed. So when I'm growing up, I'm knowing these things. So when I'm around him, he's just to me, he was a monster until I was 15. That was the last time my father put his hands on me. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. What happened then? <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, so 15, you, so you got I'm, a little I'm, size on you. So it's funny that you asked that because I he had a little same weight bench. And I started lifting weights. <laughs> right. right? So my nuts dropped. So I'm like, I'm gonna try him. I'm going out the front door and he pinned me. And when I and when I had forced him back up off of me and started cussing him, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, don't do that again. Bro, that was it. I, we never had I mean, we've had some, you know, some verbal confrontation since then, but it was never a put your hands on me. Yeah. That was that was the last okay. time. He said, but, Whoa, whoa, this boy's strong. Yeah. <laughs> I better hold <laughs> off. <laughs> Bro, everything yeah. happened smoke. for me in like twelve months, you know how that we did that. <laughs> That spurt. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a little hair on you, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I asked that, man, because I know, like, a lot of people, man, and one of the things that uh, I had this conversation with uh, my brother in law all the time, man, and he, his thing is, like, these kids don't get whooped anymore, and the Bible says this, but I'm like, but you, you can't just, like, I'm not against discipline at all. However, I'm with. There still has to be a there still has to be a learning a process, a yeah, lesson yeah. in this. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's why I guess that's why I asked that. And I you like you know what I'm saying it seems like like you said you just kind of had that long leash and you kept going, man. You know what I mean? So I guess that's why that's that's why I asked that question. So I think such a fine line there, man, because people do use that scripture, "Don't spare the rod," but another one says, "Don't don't don't do that in anger." You know, mine was always in anger. Like mm-hmm. you're just bro, because you're mad. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, calm down, and then if you want to whip me, I would have been good with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. But man, yeah, man. I um, you know, um, it's interesting. It's the first time I heard the story. Like I said, you know, you you see someone, and I've never really been a person to, you know, uh, I go off energy more so than what I do with just judging someone where they looked. And your energy's always been good to me. So I'm like, hey, man, whatever his walk was, you know, it, or whatever it is, he, you know, it's good here. So, um, but man, I appreciate that, man. That, that's you yeah. know. That's that's uh, that's that's interesting. It's going to be cool, especially when we bring it all together. Once we talk about oh, yeah. what you guys are doing now, Damon, what up, man? I, I man, I, I know most of your story from from yeah. kids to high school, man. And after that, man, you know, uh, I know you right. left and everything. But uh, man, what was what was your story, man? And you know, just kind of brought you here to where we are now. Um, so like you started off when you said, man, we I, I've been knowing you for the longest, man. So, you know, my family, man, you know, I didn't come from a bad family. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up going to church with my grandmother. You know what I mean? But I never really paid attention to it. It's like I was going to church, but I'm in church trying to mess with girls in the church. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of youngins. <laughs> that's a lot of youngins. <laughs> Straight up. On that one right there. So, but no, nah, man, kind of like just from that from the youngest age like that like starting off 
uh, doing that in church like that. I, I, you know what I mean? I went to high school. You, we went to high school together, played basketball in high school. Um, just to kind of fast forward and pass that little background that you gave, uh, I had got a basketball scholarship to go to Fort Wayne to play. That's where I had went to play at a little small college in Fort Wayne. And, you know, when you're playing basketball in college, I mean, the girls there, the clubs is there. Mm-hmm. Man, it, it kind of like, it, it, it like I couldn't handle it, man. You know what I mean? I couldn't handle it, what was going on in my life. And I was always cheating. That was the only staple in my life, is cheating on anything, man. And I can say this about Damon, man, and and you were a later bloomer than us. Yeah, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? I remember like I think I remember you got your first girlfriend, man. Like, you know what I mean? Not like not like girlfriend, but like I remember you started kind of being like, okay, Damon's smelling himself now. You know what I mean? And you was a little <laughs> bit later than us. <laughs> I was a little later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the problem. I don't know. <laughs> nah, man, it's all good. I, I kind of ran with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just never stopped, man. So, like, I'm in college, right? And it's the same thing, man. Like, I stayed in the little athlete's dorm. Uh, we had a back door. We sneaking females in and out, in and out. Um, but but anyway, so I go through college. I graduate college. I get married. Uh, I have four children by the same woman. You know what I mean? Uh, we were married for probably about 10 years. But like I said, this whole time I'm cheating, man. I'm just cheating. I'm cheating. I'm cheating on her. You know what I mean? She don't know. I'm lying. It's like I'm living two lives. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, so. Fast forward a little bit from that, I'm, I'm in my 30s now, man. I'm about, heck, went to college, got a college degree. Uh, ne- it was in business, you know what I mean? I never really got uh, used it right, you know what I mean? Because my life was always, there was always something else going on in my life. My focus was, who am I going to talk to next? You know what I'm saying? So long story short, I had started working with Work One, and I was a uh, kind of like a career counselor type position. And I got, I was partnershiped up with a high school, uh, I ended up meeting this girl. We won this basketball tournament in the summertime, right? So we at the club and we leave, club, you know, club clothes at like three. Mm-hmm. So we leave the club, um, stop at the gas station, grab a little cigarillo and uh, I meet this girl here. So, you know, you're not thinking that somebody that's underage is going to be at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? At three o'clock in the morning. So who's going to say, hey, hold up, how old are you? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I ended up getting into a relationship uh with this with this individual man she was only 17 years old and i didn't know that at the time you know what i mean so um, that was like in july we had started kicking it man and then i was only at the school because i was partnership with the school so i wasn't a teacher but i was partnership with the school so i would be at the school for two three hours a day i never would see her there so i didn't know she was a student at the time um but later on a few months after that though she had hit me up and was like hey i seen you in the hallway and i'm like whoa what hallway are you talking about Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. For real. <laughs> like at that, that point, man, I was everything inside of me was breaking down. I didn't know what the heck was going on. You feel me? Yeah. yeah and so, mm-hmm. and and honestly, man, I tried to stop it then, but I ain't try hard, man. I tell people all the time, I'm not gonna lie and say I, that I did. I tried real hard to stop it. You know what I'm saying? I'm kicking it with this. She, I'm to my in my mind, she she finna graduate. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. I'm still 32, 33 at this time, which which it was wrong. You know what I mean? So. Uh, we doing this. I'm like, okay, if I can make it to the end of the school year, maybe she'll be, you know, I can I can stop it and want nobody know. Well, I didn't make it, man. Her mom seen something on the phone. You know, long story short, they found people found out. It, it turned into a case. I ended up having to do 18 years in prison. You feel what I'm saying? So I mean, 18, 18. months. Oh, I'm gonna say, bro. 18 years. Yeah, no, I ended up doing 18 months, man, in the joint, and and. uh 
kind of before that, like my uncle Larry. I don't, I don't know if you know my uncle Larry Jones, but um, he had uh, been through some things, had a nice testimony. So he had been working with me. It took like 11 months for me to get sentenced. And at this time, I'm changing up. I said, I got to change. Something's got to change. And I had got kicked out of my house. Uh, went to go stay with one of my friends, man. And I was still going back to the house to help my ex-wife with the, with the kids and different things like that. So one night I'm leaving from there to go back to my friend house, man. And and I didn't know what to listen to then. Like I was like, I got to change everything, my language. Yeah. So I'm listening to a Kirk Franklin song, man. And I'm just driving one night, man. Dark outside. And I'm crying so hard, man. This song is saying, I want to give me that joy that I can't explain. I want that love that I can't contain. And I'm sitting here like, I really couldn't see, man. Like, like if you're it's raining so hard on your windshield, you can't see. That's how much tears was coming out. Like, I had to pull over so I didn't wreck. And at that point right there, it was kind of like God was telling me, take your hands off the wheel, man. I got this. Mm. You've been trying long enough yourself. Now it's time to stop. You know what I mean? So, it, uh, and that's why your first episode, man, hit me so hard. Because to this day, I've still been trying to figure that out, man. Why do men cheat? Why yeah. did I cheat? Yeah. Why did, man, you can try to come up with all the reasons you want, but... You know, and I try to think back growing up, every male figure, man, in my life, man, except for my stepfather. And maybe he did cheat on my mama. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He never showed it to us, though. But every male figure, my uncles, my cousins, my grandfathers, they was cheating on women, man. That's so, so deep down, that's really all I ever seen. Yeah, man. You got to think, too, man. Um, it's never been looked down upon in our community as right. growing up. Well, so. But what I'm saying is, like, having a lot of women was a good thing with men, right? Like, oh, oh yeah, like that's a fella, fella thing. Like, you yeah, got, yeah, you got, got hoes on deck, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, so, like, you. with amongst men, it was always like, you know, and, 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 and don't, don't, man, you know, don't be no player here to bro. If, you know, I got, you know, it's like that, that was always looked at as like, Cock blocking. I'm trying to get on with so and so. You blocking, man. Let me. I'm I'm trying to get her friend too. Yeah, exactly. So that's always. So it's always. It's been hard, like to be a person to get out of that because it's never really been a bad thing. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's a bad thing, but you know, um, but man, it's interesting, man. I you know I had heard it through the rumor through the through the rumor mill. You know what you had been going through and everything, but I didn't know for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um. And one of the things, man, um, when we were at the gym, it's probably been right when you when I actually man come on the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. You showed me some video of your son, man, and I felt that yeah. pain, man. Your kids, Hoopers, yes. and you don't even have a relationship with them, man. Talk about that, man. Yeah, that that that's really kind of been uh, the driving force and changing my life around, man. It's because like I really lost. The material stuff, I'm okay with that, man. I don't care about that stuff. We can get those things back, man. But I lost real relationships with my four children. Um, and I understand their mother was hurt, but I didn't understand to the point where uh, you would try to strip me away from my children. You know what I mean? I, I always thought I was a really good dad. And, and like you said, my son, I showed you the videos of my son. It's real. It's interesting, man, because it, it just continues to hurt, man, because he's one of the he's He just got selected uh, as one of the top 15 juniors in the state of Indiana. He made the Indiana Junior All-Star team, and he got four Division One college offers already just now. Like, and wow. I, and it, it brings it all back into my face, man. So I spend a lot of time just praying, and I, I'm sitting back, and, you know, sometimes, man, tears don't even come out anymore. You feel me? But yeah. it's hard. It, it's hard, man. Man, you know, it's interesting you say that, man, because um, when you cry so much over something, like, 
like you said, the tears, it's like you feel the same pain, but the mm-hmm. tears don't even come out anymore, man. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's interesting you say that because I've had situations like that. Like, I can't cry no more over this. I still feel the hurt. But mm-hmm. I can't even cry no more, man. They don't come up where y'all at, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but you done shared so many, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man. Um, so hold on, before you uh, ask another question, just so you could uh, clear up the timeline for me, so so I, so I understand. So you said, you know, with 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 your relationship and then with your ex-wife, and then you saying you losing that relationship with your children. This is all because of like the relationship with the young girl and, her, and finding out or is this was that yeah. after or was that during before like when, when was the timeline on that oh after because uh it was in in 2012 man january is when all this stuff really started popping off and then like i said it took 11 months for me to get sentenced so during that 11 months i got sentenced on november 30th 2012 but during that 11 months my uh ex-wife did well my wife then we had been trying to work on the relationship, man. You know what I'm saying? And I had started going to a church I, before I, before, well, actually she kicked me out the house. So that was for like two months. I wasn't, we wasn't back together. And then finally she said, you know what? I want to keep trying. Uh, let's see if we can work on things. Cause I had already started going to church, man. I, I that little episode yeah. I had car, I said, I'm not doing this no more. Lord, uh, send me somewhere and help me. So I've been trying out churches and I had been sharing her some of the stuff that I was learning and how it was changing me. And she could see that. So we started working on it. Mm-hmm. And, after I had got sentenced, no, uh, I, I can remember she and I were walking around the courtroom waiting to go in before my mom's sentencing day. And she, and I could see then, like, she was like, I don't care if it's six years, they tell you, we're going to work this out, we're going to do this. Well, I was like four months in, man. And, you know, when you're in the joint, you get some legal mail. That ain't normal mail call. So that's uh-huh. <laughs> I go pick up this legal mail and I'm like, oh, shit, no. get it. She want to get divorced. Oh, I'm like, man. man, so at that point, joint, and I'm at my defense, my, I'm also defenseless moment, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there calling her, why do you want to do this? What's the problem? Is there someone else? And, you know, never really went no answer. So I, I was just trying to suck it up. I'm in there. I can't, you know, you can't pick up and do what you want to do in there. So in Damn. July, this is all 20, this is all 2013 now. In July mm-hmm. 2013, she did pop up and come see me and said she wants to try again, da da da, this and that. And so once again, mm-hmm. I'm at my this moment so I'm like yes of course you know mm-hmm. and I get that legal mail pass again in November 2013 and at that point right there that's when I told her I was like you know what we're definitely getting divorced like I had been growing the Lord's been working on me while I'm in the joint man I'm not trying to act like everybody else I'm not in here cussing I'm not trying to fight and stealing I'm yeah. still working on myself man because I knew I only had a short time 18 months you know what I'm saying yeah. so and my dad my stepdad Fred you, you know my stepdad man he mm-hmm. he gave that's advice, man. He said, look, man, the time is not going to stop moving. You are going to get out of here. So you need to either, you got to start preparing yourself, man, for what's what's next. And so that's yeah, what I did. That's, that's that's great advice. That's what I did, man. So uh, right. I got out and then it just led me on this journey, man. I just kept going. While I was, in, while I was locked up, I had wrote a couple of sermons just playing around. Like, let me see if I can do this. You know what I mean? And uh, then I had got out, of, got out of prison. I started going to the House of Worship for all people in Marion, Indiana. And, uh, I started working on the soundboard up there. And then I, the pastor had already been writing me while I was in there. So I had a, a good uh, connection with him. And we would always talk. He would always be mentoring me. He was like, uh, you want to start reading the scriptures? So I just started off by reading the scriptures, mm-hmm. man. And all the time, I just constantly feel God working on me, telling me to do something. Just 
directing me into the right direction. So that's kind of how that timeline went. So let me yeah, ask you okay, a question, man. That yes. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let me ask you a question, man. Um, well, a couple. Well, this this is a two part question, I guess. Have you tried to do anything legally to try to to see your kids, and have you? like try to reach out like what how's that been like trying to communicate anyway or family member or anybody trying to do that uh we have and and not that i don't want to use this time to try to put my ex on blast or anything like that because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. I, mean, I haven't done that there's one thing i haven't done man one of my uh, guys the other day told me he's like man i'm surprised you ain't jumped out the bushes on somebody man like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it like I, I I tried legally for the uh, probably the first two three years and I'm representing myself this entire time because you know fresh out the joint I had no money so I'm going back to court I'm just studying man you know we wasn't idiots growing up man we yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm researching studying I get to court and she was getting smart because see when I when you get out the joint for a crime like that they try to throw everybody under the same umbrella nobody can't be around no kids under 18 blah blah blah, blah all that different things so what I had mm-hmm. to do first was. I had to get, I had two jobs at that point. I had got a letter from both of my bosses. I had got a letter from the pastor and a letter from uh, Miss Whitaker. You know, she's a city council woman. So, mm-hmm. and I turned all these letters into the pro board and they made me pay like $300, man. I had to take this uh, sexual history polygraph test. And if you fail, fail that, it's automatic. No, you can't see your kids. And so it was like three hour test, man. They asking me all kinds of crazy questions, man. Am I a threat to kids? Am I attracted to kids? Have I ever hurt young kids? Like, I mean, this girl was 17 and some change, man. You know what I'm saying? So, but but they threw us under, they threw me under the umbrella with people that do mess with the little babies. And uh, so I passed that test, man. I passed that thing, all the questions, three hours work. You know what I'm saying? So they gave me contact back with my kids. And when I got the contact back, I reached out to their mother and let her know the process. You can contact my parole officer if you need to. Uh, but long story short, she I, probably because she was still hurt. You know what I mean? So having yeah. at that point, man, that's when everything changed because she and I had still been communicating. I still I got letters from my kids, man. I kept all that stuff, you know. Uh, but then she started off. I had ran into uh, Zebo at uh, when I was in Marion um, my first year out, and he told me he was like, "Me need anything?" I was like, "Nah, man, I'm good." I said, I got a couple jobs now. I don't really need nothing. But before we finished our conversation, I was like, hey, man, let me, uh, I said, there is something there now that, that you could do for me. I said, my son, one of the best basketball players in the city, he was only like 10 at this time. I said, man, this summer, man, if you got some time, we go down to uh, check out one of these AAU games with me. And just, you know, Zach was going to come be there exclusively for my son. Mm-hmm. And started filing, my ex started filing these protective orders. And, you know, that was putting everything on hold. And then from mm-hmm. then on, it just being nonstop, man. So I kind of like, you know, my son, he's 16 now. He's a, he about to be a uh, senior next year. My twins are juniors. So I was like, man, it ain't really no need for me to pay this money, man. I'm going to wait till they become 18. And I got a little plan that I'm going to put together to try to reach out to them then. But I've been trying to reach out legally, man, and my, my parents and stuff like okay. that. But they, these just, uh, she's just not happening. Got it, man. Okay. Well, yeah, understood. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Understood right there, man. Um, one of the things we talked about a long time ago, man, we, 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 uh, we talked about kids uh, and TC, I don't know if you remember this conversation, but we talked about um, kids being old enough to reach out to the quote unquote deadbeat parent. And then mm. they end up having a relationship with the parent and realize like, oh, that's not what I knew that I thought it was something else. I thought, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and we get that. And that happens a lot. You know what I mean? And um, 
you know, I think that's one of the reasons me and my father became so close because I became an adult and I was able to get have my own relationship you with him. You form your own opinion. And I'm like, him. okay, okay, well, okay, yeah. well, then we'll keep that there. And what, what up, dog? You know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully, you know, man, praying, man, that, that happens with you, man, and they just see the good work you're doing, man, and the continued path that you're on, man. And, you know, man, you know, I hopefully that, uh, that uh, you know, um, that'd be the calling with your kids, you and your rela- the relationship with your kids. Man, I think so too, man. I gotta, uh, you know, the Bible says to pray without ceasing. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I tell people all the time, I got some experience with praying for something, man. That you're just waiting for an outcome to come. I've been praying about the same thing for for the last seven years, man. So I know that one day it's gonna be beautiful, beautiful thing, man. When they be, when they're able to. To, to uh, have their own like he said have their own come up with their own opinion yeah man mm-hmm. and don't leave her out of the prayer either man don't leave your ex-wife out of no. there because I mean you know she gonna need it too man you know what I mean and that's that's uh that's that's a, that's a part of it you know what I mean so right. but, yeah. you know what I mean so but yeah man now you know um man thank y'all for those stories man I mean that's 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 a y'all got a testimony man <laughs> you know what I mean um now we're here you know um I don't think there's, you know, I don't. I think, you know, I don't think God, God doesn't make mistakes, man. And he put people in each other's life for purposes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, Planet Fitness brought y'all together. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I know you guys kind of told that story in the beginning, man. Um, but but now, when did you guys say, all right, let's. Let's do this work, man. Your story, this is my story, this is your story. Let's work well. Let's do it this together. How'd that happen? Well, before that, real quick, like from that story, like when he seen that little decal on my card, it's, it's, it's literally just a one dot, one dot, and it spells out the word six, and it stands for Romans 116. Okay. Which is the name of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? He, most everybody won't know that by looking at it. You know what I'm saying? You really got to be plugged into the source. So when he came up to me with that for that year or so, we had been sharing testimony with each other in the locker room because he had kind of heard some about my story, too. Um, and that, that's kind of what drew, drew me to him, kind of what you said, man. When you, you know, you never see this guy down, man. Ever, man. <laughs> when you just see it coming off of him, man. And that's what drew me to Brandon. Um, and so, go ahead. You could tell the part when you, when you came to me with the, with the uh, proposal for the ministry. So here's what the ministry, man. Uh, you know, so I've been. Oh, how long you been second? I don't know what you say. So I've only been a, a Christian for about four years and some change, and mm-hmm. and I've always been full throttle on everything that I do, right? So ministry seems to be the big thing, right? So we can get a name for ourselves, and maybe we can get some money off of it, and, and you know, what I'm saying we one day we might have a private jet, all these things. <laughs> yeah. But. So I wanted to I wanted to start a ministry right, and I think my heart was right, but really God was telling me sit on down somewhere because He He had burned, I dubbed myself God's goon immediately, like when I was saved. Because here's how God told me to do this, man. Is because again I told you the streets had a love and a passion for the streets always, man, from just a young age. But my heart was wicked. So what He did, man, as we know, when we when we come and get saved, confess Jesus is Lord, and we die in that watery grave, we come up right. We've been washed and bathed in the blood. So he said, look, I've cleaned you up. I cleaned you up. I cleaned you up nice. Now I'm going to put you back out there to the place that you love, but I've cleaned your heart up and I'm going to give you a good purpose. Because I just, I'm different, man. I don't want to make a name, bro. My prayers keep me nameless, faithless, it, nameless and, and, and faceless if possible, which I know ain't a thing. But I'm always giving glory back to God. You know, like you said, like me and Damon, I mean, we talk, man. You got to really know 
you know, being a Chris, a Christian, there's so many Christless Christians walking the streets mm-hmm. that you don't get linked up with somebody that's out for popularity and they're out for themselves. So, you know, you really got to fill people out, man, in this day and age, man. You got to you got to know their heart. Mm-hmm. You know, again, your mouth can speak all kind of things, man. But if I don't learn your heart, then I don't truly know you. You feel me? Yep. So mm-hmm. two, two years, I wanted to put this together. I literally have 20 T-shirts printed up. Okay. <laughs> start pick, hand-picking my dudes, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And everybody I would go to pick, God would show me this. And not a little flaw, because for real, we we're, we're full of flaws ourselves. But it was it was the heart, man, that, that God would show me. And I'm like, no, nah, that heart ain't beating right. Because mm-hmm. I want solid men. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to establish, man. It's like a, a little cell, five, six-man cell where we're, 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 we're one mind, one accord. So our hearts beating the same, right? We want to glorify Jesus and that's it. The rest it is it is what it is. And so this whole time I'm sitting on it. I'm sitting on it. And man, I've really lost momentum, right? The t-shirts are, are really rotten away from mothballs in the in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been driving the truck around, so you know, Fred, you see the you see the whip and I've been, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a white truck and, and it's all inked up, man. And you know, I got a bunch of vinyl on it. And so people are knowing seeing the God's goon thing, man, and then God, you know, just just told me he's like, look, this man's it. You know what I'm saying? This is your, this is your your right hand man. This this is it. You guys are gonna ride together. And he just said he's just like letting a, a caged dog off the chain. It was like a clink. And as soon as he let me loose, I'm like, look, here we gotta do this. You know what I mean? Are you mm-hmm. game? So mm-hmm. First thing we did was we got together, we prayed, and and we just said, look, what what's your you know what's your belief? Like, how do you? What would you tell somebody to get him saved? Because that's a big thing. You know, you got so many doctrines, theologies, and neither one of us, like he said, man, he's a he's a genius. I mean, his his intellect is is high, so he, he could make up his own theology and his own doctrine. So I got to make sure again that we're one, man. We're serving the same Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, our beliefs mm-hmm. is the same because I don't want him out on the street telling somebody how to get saved. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, what do you mean, homie? Yeah. And there's another way because a lot of a lot of preachers like there's another way to Jesus or there's another way to heaven. No, homie, there's only one. There's only one way. There's only one truth. There's only one life. That's what mm-hmm. the Word of God tells. Mm-hmm. But sorry to get into preaching a sermon, man. I just, that's yeah. all good, man. Uh, man. Do your thing, Speak bro. on it, man. That's, that's how it formed in fashion, man. So literally, like we know, man, the Lord will burst something in us. And for once in my life, I was obedient. I went on and, and sat down. Because if I would have tried to do this myself, I would have made a complete mess of it, a, complete, a complete mockery of God. You know, so I was obedient, man. So he really blessed me with Damien. He really did. Hey, let me ask you guys a question, man, because uh, coming from a small community and Damon, you know, like the black community in, in Marion is very small, uh, yeah. even coming from a small town in Marion. Um, how's you how, how was you guys challenges um, coming back into, you know, uh, the community and you know uh, um Brent, like you said tatted up you know people know your background damon you know the rumor mill you know how all that how was that how was the challenge of that man coming back and especially now um even you know you know preaching the gospel and or just even just saying hey look man i messed up how, how's that been man uh, I go first, man. For me, it's been it, it's kind of crazy, man, because my story was still fresh, and then some people mind. That's that's a crazy story. You feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, I can I, when I'm out in public, a lot of times I can see it on their face. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you you can tell you can tell looks when people looking at you what they thinking and, and whatnot. So, yeah. I, it's to the point where I told myself, you know what, Lord, 
Cause like I said, man, that that look right there, I would always go back to, man. That I don't care nothing about that look. What look do my kids have on their face right now, man? I don't care what mm. you look. At. You know what I mean? I was able to put it in perspective that way. Like I lost real things over this, man. I don't care what you're thinking. And I'm out here trying to do something good now. Like people have got on there with the pandemic. We live stream our services now, so like it's people that sometimes they get on there and I can't believe they got this guy preaching or that guy preaching. Serious? Oh, yes. On the live stream. That's, that's cool. Like that. but, and so and so, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't ever, I don't even get at any any reaction, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what the Lord has done for me. Like I've I've really been in some situations where I had to to really ask for some things, man, and pray for some things, and God came through for me, man. So I know I know what God can do. And so, uh, but as far as coming back like that to the city, like when I first started doing the little preaching thing, you could see it in the eyes, and it was a little tough, and it still became tough for me, man. Like, but I. But I, I just kept plugging away, man. I stayed the course, you know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, that's 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 wild. That uh, <laughs> I could get it past the fact they on a live stream talking crazy mid mid sermon. It's like I get judging somebody, you know. People <laughs> do it all the time. But yeah. I mean, to be that bold <laughs> in the middle of the service is just. And I always tell people, man, TC. I always tell them, like, what well, I mean? What do you want me to do? What do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know some. That's the other half of it, you know. Someone who is actively turning themselves around and and proving, you know, like, and you still like, well, you trash because of whatever happened. And it's like, yo, I, 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 I did my sentence. I'm doing better with myself. And I'm, I'm trying in the to place. Turn up a new leaf, whatever the case may be. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not that. You know, I know that was wrong. It's like so. You know. Yeah, I'm and, saying, I got forgiveness from God. Well, I can't get it from you, you know. So and, like, and I, we know that God is ordaining this thing. Like, man, we got two felons sitting right here, man. We met with the mayor. Like, the mayor just they just got a hold of me today and said, yeah. "Would I be willing to come on Thursday and participate in the national day of prayer?" Like, like it's 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 confirmation. God know what He's doing, and He know our hearts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not out yeah. here trying to get a name for ourselves. We ain't trying to make money doing this. None of those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he know what's up, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy too, man. Like you were saying, TC. Like I mean, hey, man, I'm in the I'm in the best hospital in the world right here up in this church. You know what I'm saying? This is the, you know what I mean? Like what you want me to do? You know what I mean? This is I'm in the hospital. This is where this is this is the best healing you gonna get right here. You know? And I'm here doing it, and you sitting here still talking crazy. That's you know I don't get it, man. That's yeah. But like you said, Damon, what you want me to do? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, man. You're doing great things, man. Like we we started a night of worship. We call it a night of worship. We do it once a month where because I mean, and we try to do it from like eight to ten on a Friday or Saturday night, like the times where we would normally go out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And kick it in different types of parties. And so it uh we do that. We we got a lot of different events and stuff coming up. Um like I said, we still in the early stages of the ministry, but we're committed. You feel what I'm saying? We're committed to this yeah. thing and so um what is so 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 the so what would you guys call God's goons is it is it you guys is what what is it exactly that your what is the organization exactly what would you guys label it uh yeah go ahead I, I call I always tell people street ministry man we out here okay. we want for you coming we started this thing off man in his truck we got this huge speaker that's super loud and we hooked the microphone up to it and we just out here driving oh. through the streets <laughs> 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 One time we we was out with like sometimes we stopped we stopped on the corner man we just and we was out there preaching and people are stopping listen man and one guy actually stopped and got saved man it was it was it was awesome but 
like it was it's just funny when you hear other people talking about y'all crazy for standing out there it's cold yeah i tell them i said man <laughs> wasn't telling me i was crazy when me and you was leaving in the middle of the night to go mess with them chicks mm. yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but it's crazy that i'm out here talking about the lord now you know <laughs> it's funny you say that because I, I was just in my head thinking i'm like yo at an earlier age younger age when i would see people do that I'm like, oh, buddy, out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's, it's like by default. Like, you know, it's like they just stay. Hey, TC, you remember home? Scripture. They got remember a homie? Hey, remember homie Ooh. at Ball State? There used to be a dude at Ball State doing that. Dude, yes, there's always <laughs> someone. There, you will always see someone doing this. When we were in Vegas, someone was doing that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. on the strip. Uh, multiple see it all the time, bro. But just at a younger age, that was the thought like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, out here tripping. Dude. <laughs> right. as, as an adult, you know, today's time, it's like I'm listening, like, what, what are they talking about? I'm trying to see if I can pick up some gems real quick <laughs> yeah, as I'm yeah. walking by because they, yeah. they probably, you know, spitting some truth right now. Yeah. So it's like, it's just wild to see how that had the mentality changed from, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from youth to now. But it's crazy that it's adults. Grown adults now that still think that way, like our oh, buddy Wild, and it's like, man, if you just take mm-hmm. them, just listen. Now there may be someone out there that is not, you know, speaking yeah, truth. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very much so possible. But you gotta listen, man. See if see if if, if some good words are being spoken before you judge somebody that's just you know out here trying to get a word out and, and do something good for people. Man. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. What what do you got? What's your, what's you guys' goals, man? What is it? You know, what is what is what's a goal that you guys you know uh, short term, long term goal with, with what you guys are doing? All right, bro. Here's here's the vision, right? That uh, I feel has been placed, you know, on my heart is is just really just just loving on people, man. We was like he's talking about with the speaker. You know, we was rolling around praying and we was reading scripture because we couldn't get out and do too much. But what we're looking to do is just to set up, you know, what what might be, you know, could turn into a block party, man. The mayor blessed us with like a thousand properties. And all we got to do is ask him and get the green light. Uh, we just want to love on the city and the community. We want to feed people. We want to feed people food, hot dogs, hamburgers. We want to feed them the word if possible. We want to get soul saved. But we're not, again, trying to whack nobody upside the head with the Bible. You know, I mean, we want to speak the name Jesus and let them know, you know, who we do this for. But we really just want to bring the community because we feel like if we if we show them what love is, unconditional love, you know, it says love conquers all. I mean, God is love. So if you show people, some people don't know how to even accept love because they think something's tied to it. Like, what's mm. the other? And if mm. this man and give me some water you know what I'm saying? Bless my kids with the toy. There's something attached to the end of it. And just the, the vision That's is true. nothing at the other end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We just love you. And if we can get that and change the men, you know, like we know we reach the men, then we, we we reach the women, then we reach the kids. And then that'll just overflow into the city, man. And marrying, like everybody dogs marrying, man. But we love our city. I used to hate it here too. But I love Grant County. I love Gas City, Marion. I love Grant County, period. And we're just all lacking that love. And then we lack respect. And then we we, we just lack all kinds of things. But again, if we knew better, we'd do better. Mm-hmm. So we got to teach people, right? And reach people. And I think things that I think is a goal for us too, man, is we're trying to redefine what a man is. You yeah, feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like how we see men. Like if you think back, man, it was always the man go to work, he come home. He don't have really nothing to do with the kids, drinking a beer, watching TV or something, but he really ain't involved with the family and stuff, man. We trying to 
we trying to change it up. Like my kids here, my, my stepchildren that I have now, they hear me praying. You know what I'm saying? We do a family Bible study once a week. They've seen me crying. They've seen me on my knees. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to help them to understand, man, that's okay, man. Sometimes we got to do these things. We don't got to be the hardest person out here. Yeah. And, and, and to, to, you know, piggyback off that, not even just redefine what a man is. I mean, y'all redefining what a Christian man is. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, people perceive, like, like, like Jones said, you see, you know what I mean? Like street clothes, fitted hats, big beards, tats, and nobody, and you saying like, I'm just out here trying to give some love. And then the person that's walking your direction probably has a whole nother opinion that they form on you just by looking at you. They have no idea mm -hmm. what your intentions are. And the fact that, you know, a lot of people, you know, when you think of someone that's about to deliver the word, you're going to think of something. Oh, here goes some, somebody told the Bible, some, you know, a suit and a tie on. And da, da, da. it's like, you could, you could point them out. You could pinpoint them out, but they can't pinpoint y'all out. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, 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 I'm curious, like how rewarding is it for y'all? Like when you change someone's per, like perception of you, like on the spot, like if you go up to somebody and they, they looking at you like, like who's this dude walking up on me? And then you start speaking the word to him. And they like, whoa, wait, what? What just happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, how rewarding is that? Like, I would, I would feel good about that. Like, cause you judged me from ten yards away when I was walking your direction, and then when I got up on you and and start speaking, it was a whole different ball game. Yeah, TC, there's nothing like it, man. It's almost like yeah. I think, and not, not to, so to come from again my personality. Not that I'm addicted to that, but it's the Great Commission. It's what I'm called to do. And then mm -hmm. I love just straight letting the air out of somebody man because it's like when you let the air out of a balloon when i walk up and i just mm -hmm. want to love on you or how can i pray for you or just see you know just give you some just give you some dap and and say if you're in the gym be like hey you looking big today bro you might only be a buck 80 but i'm gonna tell you, you look swole you know <laughs> people up but again there's no feeling for it man because i've had people say that when i pray for a man and that holy spirit hits them they're like wow what was that i'm like i can introduce you to the plug you know what i mean i mean yeah. i can plug mm -hmm. right into the source and there's really nothing like it man if, again if i would have been shown this you know i've kind of joked about it man like if i would have been showed at a young age really what to, uh you know being full of holy ghost could do could have done to me bro i would have i would have saved i could have saved a billion souls by now you know, but really that ain't the mission, right? I mean, I'm not, that's not the goal, man. Again, it's just, I just want to introduce people to someone. And again, it's, it's just the love. It's ultimately, it's the love, man, because God is love. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. I think, I think you guys said something earlier, uh, well, just a second ago about, um, you know, redefining a man. Um, one of the things that I try to do with my son is like, uh, you know, through sports or through there's two things I do and I, I just realized like um I try to and, and I got this from the the military concept pledging a fraternity uh, breaking someone down and then building them up and um I had to learn how to do that as a father yeah. like if we just whatever we're doing right I like I, I gotta I gotta you if if you teaching someone something, you gotta all right. Forget everything you 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 knew in the past. I'm gonna break you down and I'm gonna build you back up. And and the problem that I've I've had and TC, you understand that concept, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and it Come makes on. you it, it gives you discipline. But anyway, um, I have to make sure that I don't leave him at that that moment of breaking him down. Right. 
because what happens is if you leave it there and you don't build it back up that's where they're going to be stuck at (laughs) you know what i'm saying and i think that's a part of manhood and another thing is um i've never growing up i've never had a man a non-pastor deacon man pray with me Mm. so as a dad i'm like all right let's go pray yeah. You know, like I pray when we go to bed, I'm gonna just say a little prayer. Okay, you pray for me, and we, you know what I mean. And I'm like, I think that's very important to like, even if you're just blessing the food, because the only people that I've ever known to pray for, like as like, oh, everybody grab their hands, is in church or Bible study or prayer meeting. It was a, it was always a, a religious man, and I'm like, man, normal yeah. men, we pray, yeah. like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And it's, and it's like, say that man, because we. He and I, man, we saw alike. We listened to the, some of the some of the same. Like I told you, we didn't know what to listen to. So we we have so many different Christian art rap artists that we listen to now. One of the one of the people, his name is Seven, and one of their mottos is called "It's They Say Save Not Soft." And a lot of times, like I got a hat that says that we got shirts and stuff. And, we, and me and him live by that motto as well. And people think that oh y'all ain't really changed. Y'all want to still go out here and fight and stuff. You're not soft. But no, it doesn't mean that. Save my soft means that, brother, if I meet you, if if you would have hollered at me in the gym and told me you was going through something, brother, I would have stopped right then and there in front of everybody and prayed for you. That's not soft. You know what I'm saying? You mean by we're willing and ready to, I don't care who's watching. uh, I'm not ashamed of this thing, man. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to live it out. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, man, you guys always got a place here, man. Whatever y'all, whatever y'all got going on, man, come here, talk to us, whatever Absolutely. you know, promote something, man. We, y'all family, man. You know what I mean? Uh, so y'all, y'all come with once y'all guess the first episode after that, man. Y'all, y'all straight yeah. family, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, where can they find you guys, man? Like, let's like your socials or where wherever they want to hear the word or if they want to come attend a meeting. Where can they find you guys? Well, right now we have uh, it's God's Goons Facebook page. That's that's the only media that we really have right now. I don't do a lot of the social media things, man. So I'm just part of that one. I don't have a personal one. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the social media. Um, but we do have the God's Goons page, and we do put a lot of uplifting things on there, our uh, testimonies, and anytime we have events, we advertise them on there. Um, and then they can also check you out. Yeah, you, I got a personal page, and it's just my name, Brandon Chisholm, C H I S M. Um, and then the events we got coming up, man, we plan on renting out the skating rink. Um, you know, we're going to rent out the the whole, the whole not the whole Gas City Park, man, but the Commons building and just invite the whole city. Then we're going to do a uh, Marion uh, Matter Park. We're going to do the same thing there, rent the building out, just invite the whole city. Um, you know, just just grill up hamburgers and hot dogs, nothing, you know, nothing crazy like ribs and steaks and nothing. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> costs too much, man. Get the hot dogs. <laughs> Gotta keep it easy. Out of market, so uh, just something simple, man. Uh, yeah. But we've got some events coming up, but yeah, that's where you can that's where you can find us. And then and then as far as uh, like he he attend we we don't attend the same church too, so that's kind of uh, you know that's that was that was definitely God bringing us together. You know, he attends the Bethel Bethel Worship Center. On uh, 38th Street in Marion, and I'm at the House of Worship for all people on Adams, 18th Adams. Um, and so our services, their services get streamed, ours get streamed. You know what I mean? If you want, they can come check out the services that way. I, I preach at our church uh, like twice a month. They they kind of, you know, our pastor's older, and now they putting the bug in my ear. They want me to try to take over the church, and it, it, it's kind of crazy, man. I was listening to this little uh, snippet of Kobe Bryant earlier, and when he was saying he was 13, and he said he, he used to watch Magic and Michael play. And he was like, I wonder if I can ever get to that level. And he said he told himself, let's find out. 
And so mm. I, it was never my dream to preach, you know what I'm saying? But I see other preachers, and I was like, I wonder if I can if I can ever get into that level. And I just told my wife, the other day, I told her, I said, well, let's find out. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let's, let's, let me put, you know, the, we, I'm not trying to test God or anything, but uh, let's find out. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah, I seen you on Facebook Live. I listened. I'm like, that's Damon. That's crazy. I was like, God, that's crazy, man. You know, this is, this is dude catching oops and banging on boys. Now you're here preaching. <laughs> Yeah, man. But man, man, I'm glad you guys got to come on, man, and tell your testimony, man. This has been uh, uh, um, uh, a dope episode, man. And, you know, people love hearing people's story, man. And just from, you know, getting it out the mud and coming up to where you guys are at now, man. So um, definitely appreciate it, man. Um, We uh, when when is it? When is a skating party, man? Bro, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, Can you? Yeah, we're, we're gonna try to rent it out next month. We got that. Uh, me and my wife got our 24 year vow renewals coming up. So, probably gonna rent the Gas City Park out. I we ain't got a certain date just yet. Okay, 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 okay. So just yeah, anybody, I'm gonna look out for that. Yeah, yeah. I like to bring my son, man. Get him, get him on the, get him yeah, on the skates. <laughs> for sure. For sure, man. Well, man, we thank you guys, man. Um, I, I'll definitely be seeing y'all in the gym, man, and uh. Yeah. You know, and continue, continue. Uh, I need one of them uh, save not soft shirts, baby. <laughs> That's a dope shirt, man. Oh, man. Before, before button on us, man, I want to pray for y'all too. No doubt, let's do it. Okay, All right, right on. So, Father God, we just ask that you keep blessing these two men to just um, this podcast to just keep it moving, man, and keep putting out positive vibes into the world because they're not they're not afraid to have any kind of person on the show. Yes. You know, even if they're not glorifying Christ. We know that these men believe in you, Lord. We want to lift them away, not just with them, but Lord Jesus, with their family. We ask that they prosper financially, spiritually, physically, mentally, everything, God. We just ask that you bless them and bless their socks off. And when you do, God, let's just hope that they give all the glory, honor, and praise be back due unto you. And in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I appreciate that, man. Right Definitely. on, brother. Appreciate it, man. And TC, man, if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over, <laughs> and any of our past episodes, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, Please shoot us an email to stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. Cheer. Oh, and if you're looking to be a sponsor, email us stakesishighpod at gmail.com. We give you a good rate, I promise. It's worth your business. It's worth the business, I promise. All right? And everybody, thank you. Thank you for listening to Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.